You're listening to the Buildify Method Podcast, where we're all about mindset, systems, and profit. As a nationally recognized business consultant, coach, and speaker, your host, Aaron Keith, is passionate about supporting the entrepreneur community by sharing his knowledge gained from coaching over 10,000 entrepreneurs in nearly 20 years, companies ranging from billion-dollar enterprises and celebrities all the way to Main Street and small startups. Each Buildisode's blunt, no-bullshit conversation is led by Aaron along with his co-host, Ryan Coyne, a veteran tech consultant and nationally recognized speaker. Each week, Aaron and Ryan deconstruct mental and physical aspects of the topics that challenge all successful entrepreneurs, while also providing coaching, insight, and specific advice on distinctions that affect all growth-minded entrepreneurs. So listen up. It's time to work on your business, not just in your business. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Buildify Method podcast. My name is Aaron Keith, and I'm joined by my co-host, Ryan Coyne. Hello. Today, we're going to be discussing authentic reputations versus manufactured reputations. Ryan and I wanted to address this fast-growing gap between authentic reputations versus manufactured reputations and how they're starting to impact companies' brands. You know, in this day and age with social media and everything online, people have the ability to really manufacture a persona or reputation that is not authentic and real. And we're starting to see a lot of impact negatively on companies, on brands, how it's impacting their marketing plan. So today, Ryan and I really wanted to dive into this and discuss it. So let's uh, let's dive in. So Ryan, you're in the digital world, day in and day out. So I want to turn the microphone over to you first. What do you see the difference being between a manufactured uh, reputation or persona versus an authentic reputation persona? So it really started with the tools that are available. Um, most of the tools that were available, you know, a decade ago, um, were something you needed a very powerful computer or a full agency to do. But now that there's a whole bunch of apps that you can just download and start producing different content, um, people have become more enabled to do their own kind of marketing efforts and reputation uh, development online and things like that. Right. So, of course, you know, the big one that we all see every single day is social media, and a lot of businesses that don't really belong putting effort in social media uh, mm-hmm. are doing it anyway. And whether or not they're actually having an audience to connect to, or if their product translates well to that interface with their customer base or not, they're doing it anyway because they've gone to shows, conferences, or talk to people who say, this is what you have to do. So even if they don't have that collateral or those materials or photographs or anything client facing available, the first thing they'll do is just go download Google images or stock photos, um, things like that, that just get something up there, but everybody right. can tell, especially now, we all know what a stock photo is. We've all been to a website and we say, oh, I've seen that photo of that group <laughs> of doctors looking very professional angled towards the camera on another medical website I've been on and so on and so forth. So that's one way that you can, you're can you getting across to your customers by accident that we're not really proud of who we really are enough to show you that. And right. that is dangerous to undermine yourself that way. Um, this is also seen with reviews that are obviously fake. Uh, a lot of clients have come to us over the years and said, how do I get my Yelp reviews, my Google reviews, and so on and so forth to be this? The answer is always do a good job. Take care of your customers. Have integrity. Make sure that your processes and your product are developed well. And that authenticity will show through in encouraging real customers to leave authentic reviews yeah. that you can be proud of. Uh, and lastly, on social, 
we see this on you know Google business pages or Yelp or anywhere else. Uh, when you post photos of the team, the office, um, when you show what's actually going on uh, or the location for real that people are going to be coming to and experiencing, uh, that, that's something people want. They want to know that there's authenticity in what to expect in what they're about to experience. Right. As opposed to, you know, really, really high-end photography of somebody else's office or something random that you got, you know, again, from Google Images and whatnot. Mm -hmm. So if you're not proud of what you're putting out there enough to use the real stuff, then that probably means that you need to fix it or put some time and effort into actually generating authentic materials to put your best foot forward. Yeah. Um, because people can tell even location fluffing. The last thing is that I see a lot of locations on people's websites that we know aren't real. Uh, for example, here in New York, a lot of companies will list a New York city office that nobody will ever get to go to because they just want to look like they're having an office in the big city. Right. Definitely makes sense. And I want to kind of throw a little something on top of this conversation that you're, you're bringing up with the reviews that you mentioned a second ago, I see a lot of clients that ask me the same thing. They want more Google reviews or Yelp reviews. And to to be blunt, you know, Ryan and I are very committed that these podcasts are, are very straight to the point and honest and blunt. And my blunt response here is I think a lot of people get lazy. They want a, a fast way to get somewhere versus actually doing the work to build out a campaign for their customers to get and generate those reviews. So if you're doing solid work, don't be lazy about it. Put a campaign in place, put a strategy in place where you're garnishing those reviews. Yeah, absolutely. We've even seen people offer promotions, you know, X amount off or, you know, this much free and so on and so forth for leaving a review on social media for us. Yeah. Whatever it takes to encourage people, you know, yeah. hotels pass out comment cards. Every A lot of different places that you go that are service-based businesses, they want you to fill out a survey before you leave. I just had my kid's birthday party this past weekend, and they insisted that I fill out a survey card before I left. Yeah, it's great. So I think it's it's doing that kind of work, right? It's having really great work product, whether it's your product or service, along with really impeccable systems in place that you're gaining those reviews. You're, you're getting that true street credibility put up versus taking the lazy, easy route of just putting up fake images and fake stuff because it's it's the fast route. It's just not sustainable. People can can really pierce and see through that. Absolutely, yeah. Yeah. So Aaron, you work with hundreds of companies each year around their marketing and their branding. You know, what do you see the difference being between the manufactured and authentic reputations and personas? Well, I think it's a lot of what we're we're starting to touch on already is that I think anyone who has a, a brain about them, when they look at someone's social or someone's website or someone's even someone's collateral, they can tell if it's kind of bullshit. You know, I see so many people these days that are putting all this onus on social media, like it's the the golden key that's going to unlock the door to customers. You know, for most, not all, but for most companies, social media is just an extension of PR. It's a, it's the Pepsi truck that drove by you this morning on the way to work. Social media is not going to make most companies any money. And a lot of people I know don't love hearing me say this, but I've worked with over 10,000 companies and, and everything from billion dollar companies down to celebrities to startups. And most of them will tell you their social media doesn't make them anything. People who've really been around the block it's it's a necessary evil in our society in our in this uh, day and age but it's not the thing yeah and then the next thing is they're putting so so much uh resource and time and energy into having this perfectly manicured social media 
and everyone can see through it. Everyone can tell the the photos are massively doctored, it's staged, and it's it's not having that impact like it did right when it all hit the scene. So when you stand back as a business person and you ask yourself, what really has good ROI, right? Return on investment. What has really good ROT, return on time? It's other things in your marketing plan that should be getting you that reputation, that authentic reputation and building that reputation. Stop putting so much, uh, I guess, onus on social to do that for you. You and I were talking the other day offline about this. I have a client who has a huge, huge company, a digital agency here in San Diego, and he flew out to New York from San Diego. And the sole purpose of his New York trip was to walk into his client's offices, shake their hand, have a cup of coffee or drink with them, maybe grab a bite, and that was it. He spent all day for several days shaking hands, having coffee, and grabbing some dinners, and he flew home. He didn't ask for any business. He simply went out there to get FaceTime, to build credibility, to build relationships, real relationships. That authenticity, that's what builds the authentic reputation is these people actually know him. They know his face. They know his character versus him spending thousands and thousands of dollars putting up some beautiful social media. Yeah, it's a dying art. For sure. It really is. It really, really, really is. People want to do business with people they want to spend time with because you're going to be spending time with them, you know, invariably in the course of doing business together, you'd rather enjoy it. Absolutely. If you're establishing that you're somebody who's worthwhile to spend time with generally, that translates to, you know what? I want to give this person my business. Yeah, I agree. So let's look at the other side of the coin then, Ryan. So on the negative side, how are these kind of manufactured personas, these manufactured reputations, how are you seeing these impacting businesses negatively? I, again, I go back to the word undermine. That's one of my favorite words in the English language is because it's, it's anything that you're doing that takes away from other positives that you're doing. If it is overtly obvious that something is inauthentic, it doesn't matter as much that you're doing fantastically in other ways that your product is is incredible, that your staff is wonderful to work with because it's being taken away from. Right. And when you do that, you're you're creating a lack of consumer confidence and building that consumer confidence up. It's it's the same logic as when you lose a client, you then have to get two of them in order to grow because you have to get back to the you know get two to get back to the same level right. and then to grow another one. It's the same thing. It's you're making yourself have to work harder in other ways for the fact that you're taking away in others. Mm-hmm. So whether it's that social media effort that is very obvious that you're hiring out or that the newsletter is written by somebody else, you know, I, I have I have this uh, we have this one client in common actually um, for the past like five years. Uh, very public figure doesn't have a lot of time on his hands. Has you know a full staff around him for different t- kinds of things in different capacities, and it took him, I want to say, four years to find the right copywriter that he was confident could speak somewhat on his behalf to write anything that sounded like it was really coming from him because he understands how he thinks, understands how he writes, and he wasn't going to put that in just anybody's hands. Right. Yeah. You, know, you, you see this a lot where somebody wants to golden handcuffs the executive assistant 
where you you have that person knows you so well that if they're going to think or do on your behalf that you can trust that it's not going to be a disaster. Right. Marketing has to be the same thing. You know, and if it comes from you or if these efforts come from you, whether it's that the, the business owner you mentioned before going to do face-to-faces or efforts in the community, whether it's events or uh, charitable stuff like taking your company to a soup kitchen for the day mm-hmm. uh, or partnering with a local nonprofit to do a, an event where you sponsor it, which is great for generating owned media that's authentic, um, that every one of us, uh, as it turns out, has a cause that is close to our hearts because it's affected or impacted us either personally um, or you know ancillary to somebody in our life. You know, those are the things that come through as you put the effort and the time into it, you know, and now you have great materials and photos and something that can be written about that was real. You know, yeah. it's very valuable. No, I agree. Yeah, when I'm working with companies, I'm I'm watching the impact that's starting to happen and I'm being brought in to help shift and change and, and redirect what's going on with the marketing side of things. It's really interesting that a lot of people aren't taking into consideration that they're asking to grow and expand quickly. Right. A lot of smart, a lot of startups, a lot of new stage companies, they're looking for fast paced growth and they're looking for that answer. And what they're not taking into consideration that I think all business owners need to spend more time sitting down and actually noodling on is does your high end customer, does your celebrity that you're, you're aiming for, does that target market that you want, don't you think that they can see through some of the, the manufactured stuff that you're putting out? A lot of people aren't thinking about that. Remember, the bigger customer that you want, the better they're trained to see through the bullshit. They're very, very good at sniffing that stuff out. They can feel the real deal, right? You guys have all walked into the room and met someone like, wow, that person's the real deal. Their way of being, their eye contact, their mannerisms, the way that they can intelligently talk about a topic, you know they know their shit, that's what's apparent. And I think if I was to really kind of speak from a loudspeaker and give you guys all coaching for the week, that's it. Spend time putting out really solid content. Showcase your knowledge. Showcase your credibility. That's what causes the human brain to start to buy in to a certain person or business is the credibility. You have to be credible first. Absolutely. And what this good example of what this has evolved from is the death of the infomercial as something that we've seen as credible in our society. Like there's a reason that the video styles you watch today, like Dollar Shave Club, mm-hmm. how massive of a shift in the marketplace did that cause? Like Old Spice, how massive of a shift. What people respond to, the kinds of ads that you see during the Super Bowl and different things like that are so different now. You know, Billy Mays and other pitch men and Ron Popeil of yesteryear, that's not what companies are spending big money on anymore. They're just not because they know it doesn't connect. When you're scrolling through your, your social feeds, for example, which you know a lot of people have this as an emotional decision because they want to feel like their business is alongside these other companies that justifiably need a video to, to express something or justifiably need a, um, a social media campaign to express something about their product. You see this whole tonal shift where it's it, the person who's hawking the product is somebody who would actually use it. Right. It's expressing that it's that it's useful, um, and you know, and it, it goes from you know where you always always used to see uh, the cleaning product commercials 
would be something that was the very traditional kitchen, um, you know, the homemaker, uh, kids running out to school, spill something, you know, bounty picks it up faster, whatever. Right. And now you see a thing where it's like your Swiffer is like, here's a bachelor pad. Um, and this helps me clean my bachelor pad quicker so mm-hmm. that when I have company, I'm not embarrassed and so on and so forth. That's that's authenticity. It's understanding who your customers are um, and, and being able to speak to them in a way that's meaningful and not just the generic for yeah. sure. So let's pivot off that. Let's start to shift the conversation now over to how to build an authentic reputation. But I think we're getting into the content. So I'd say to kick this thing off, the, the two best pieces that I would give my clients right now, if they want to build an authentic reputation starting immediately The first one would be starting with business alliances. So a business alliance in my book is a mutually beneficial relationship between two different businesses and going out there and and finding those B2B connections, developing those relationships, finding ways to cultivate those relationships, partner up on events, partner up on videos, you know, start to network with each other, bring more alliances in. So instead of just going out and meeting one business alliance, invite two or three so that everyone can network. Everyone can kind of start to connect and you can build your tribe. That matters. That's a huge way of getting that authenticity, that reputation out into the world. I'd say the the second big bullet point I would toss out is video. But to Ryan's point, your video has to be authentic. It can't be too contrived and fake. People are going to tell. But video is a phenomenal way to convey your credibility, your knowledge. It's a great way to give resources and information that's valuable out to your customer base. And when people can see your eyes, your mannerisms, your tone of voice, they can feel how authentic you are in the space that you're in. They can see that passion and that stuff doesn't lie. So I think those are some of the two big ones I would toss out. Ryan, what about you? What do you think people should be doing right now to be building authentic reputations online or on the internet? So I'm glad you asked that question, but I want to add something to what you just said before we move forward. I had this experience yesterday where I had a client who's also a friend of mine for many years who owns a copier company on Long Island, objectively a very boring business, right? (laughs) And one of the things that he has trouble conveying to clients is the value of this one specific product without going into the details. It's just Mm -hmm. one. And it's, it's, it's kind of an intangible thing that a lot of people need and would benefit from. But when you explain it to them, they just gloss over because again, it's boring. It's unless it's the office and it's Dunder Mifflin and copier paper and and copy machines are just not interesting. Right. So I said to him, well, you got to do a video. And he says, oh, you know, we've thought about doing an animated explainer. And I'm like, dude, no, that's like five years ago. Everybody can plunk down a couple grand and get an animated video turned out. But again, that's just, that's not authentic. If your whole thing is personal service and how people enjoy working with you and your products, you have to make this a live thing. Show people that you put the effort and the time into making it something where they can see your face, they're seeing the product and you're showing them somebody who has their problem solved, that it becomes tangible to the human brain. Tangibility is big. So to answer your original question, hire a photographer, whether it's a college kid or it's somebody that you know who has a nice camera or it's a company that you hire locally, bring them into the office, have an event where you have them spend the entire day taking shots, bring multiple sets of clothing so that it looks like you had them on more than just one day, different settings, add a client who's, you know, just as friendly that wouldn't mind that you're kind of, you know, using the relationship a little bit to ham up and do a little bit of a a photo shoot when you're actually interacting with them. Talk to a graphic designer about 
what your feedback and what your vision is and provide them with examples of what you really like and what you really don't like. And maybe put a little fresh coat of paint on the stuff that you're putting out towards your client base so that you can confidently say that your fingerprints are on it. Right. You know, not just outsourcing every single thing. So I, I think getting more involved, even if you're not taking these things over yourself completely, is very important for every entrepreneur. You don't just say, listen, you're the expert. I trust you. You know, we both had an experience uh, recently working on something offline together where having our hands in it a little bit more would have had, had the project close a little faster. Right. You know, so this it, it happens. It's true for everybody. Just get into it, make sure that you're providing feedback. And even if you think you don't know about something enough to give your, your feedback and your context, it's important to still do so because then the personality will come through from the business and the fact that you're participating in it meaningfully. Yeah. Very well said. All right, everyone. So to give you a, a piece of homework for the week, um, Ryan and I would like to kind of recommend everybody that now is the time to pull out your marketing plan. If you don't have a marketing plan, this is a brilliant time to start to create one. But when you're looking at your marketing plan, everything from your videos to your newsletters or any mass emails that you're sending out to the phone calls that you're making to your database and your customer base, to your social media, to your website, your online platforms, all of these different things that make up your marketing plan, really go through with a fine-tooth comb and ask yourself, is the content that I'm putting out valuable? Is it showcasing that I'm credible? Is it really putting me authentically as the expert in my space, showcasing my passion, my knowledge, and my resources? That's one of the number one things I can coach you all to do. They'll start making a really solid impact and building that authentic persona and that authentic reputation. Thank you for listening to the Buildify Method podcast. We hope you got a few nuggets that you can take back to your business. If you haven't already, please subscribe to our podcast and leave a review. It'll help other entrepreneurs discover us and benefit from the community we're building. We look forward to having you with us for the next build episode.